Welcome to the Salt Circle Podcast. My name is Hank. With me, stuck in this tiny airplane, is Ben. Oh, that would be a nightmare. You were just sick. That'd be a living uh, hell for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. I wouldn't trust that at all. My my mom is also sick, has the flu, and she's like in the non-contagious, like better stage of it. And I still don't want to be around her. Mm. Get away! From I just sat in a movie theater for. Four hours. Infecting everyone around you, no doubt. <laughs> if I get sick after I this guess. podcast, you're suspect <laughs> number one. I'm coming after you. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. You'd be think... surprised. Literally, you'd be very surprised. <laughs> I would be. If that were the case, that'd be fucking be awful. Surprised. Internet wouldn't exist. It wouldn't be worth it. No. No. You like post on Reddit. Someone in the Reddit thread gets you sick. This. <laughs> I, that would be untenable. So, you know how the internet is filled with a lot of magical experiences? Well, I skipped over those and contracted syphilis. So, uh, <laughs> never going on Gone Wild again. <laughs> Ugh. Talk about computer viruses, man. I had enough. I had enough without worrying about what if you could get what if you actually could get pregnant through the internet? <laughs> that'd be, um, that'd be just, I mean, you know what? That's not even the worst. The worst would be if you're just minding your own business and like somehow like jizz just comes at you. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, that's that's your own. That only happens if it's your own. <laughs> uh it just takes me right just to browsing that, uh, the internet and suddenly oh. Whoa. I mean, you know, sometimes you're you're like just chilling, minding your own business, and an ad for a really nice grill comes on, and you're like, "Oh, is that the new Weber?" (laughs) Such is life. Speaking of O face, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) talking about the movie Destination Wedding from 2018, last year. Yeah, this week. Mostly because it is a movie from last year that Ben had seen that I hadn't. Yeah, and I was gotcha, asking bitch. Him about movies. I was asking him about movies I hadn't seen that I was going to catch up on, and if he wanted to do any of them as a podcast topic, mostly just to motivate myself to watch stuff. <laughs> and uh, here we go. This is the first one we settled on. So um, the way I was sold on this movie was... It's the, the person who told me about it was like, it's super good. It's Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder. And that's like all I got like that. It's a romantic comedy. And that's what I got. Um, mm. Totally different than expectations. <laughs> if someone mm. calls something a romantic comedy, I don't expect to get this film. That's fair. Romantic comedy has, has formula to there it. There is a very hard set formula. This is, I mean, I was more aware about what this movie actually is because I was sold it as. You know, a movie where two characters just talk the whole time. Yeah. The problem is that, like, Which, I watched it with my, with my, with Anya and my mom. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And my mom is, like, she has a cabinet of, like, 50 chick flicks that are all uh-huh. literally the same film with different actors. Yes. So that's how uh-huh. I sold her this film. She was very disappointed uh-huh. afterwards. She's like, I don't know what the hell you thought this was, but no. <laughs> like, she was real unhappy. Yeah. Uh-huh. What? 
Just because they're terrible people. What do you think? And be, I mean, I like I really like this movie. Okay, but the the characters that they're they're awful people. Oh yeah, no, a hundred percent. Like they're assholes. But yes, like that's terrible. you know like. That's but the what movie itself is incredibly charming. Yeah. Like also, it, it took me a bit. Once I, it was like, mm-hmm. it's like it's always sunny, right? You have to realize that they're assholes who aren't going to change, and then you can enjoy yourself. <laughs> I was like blue balled for I don't know how long. It probably took me longer than it should have. I'm like, when are they going to interact with other people? No. <laughs> I'm still waiting for it. Then eventually I'm like, they're just not. Okay. Well, oh, all right. No. Well, we can untense my shoulders now and just enjoy this for what it is. <laughs> and after that, it was smooth sailing. Yeah, man. <laughs> it was it was rough there for like 15 minutes though you're just afraid of well, when like, they had to talk to someone who wasn't terrible well I was just like where are all the other people because <laughs> <What is this? laughs> I had no idea at all uh huh um yeah and my take afterwards was like talking with like Anya and my mom I'm like I even if you guys don't like this and I'm like just you know just finished it so i'm still thinking about my thoughts and everything kind of collecting uh-huh. myself even in that moment i decided that i really enjoy the fact that they did this because it's not just another chick flick plot romantic mm-hmm. comedy thing like it's different and i enjoy that also i like keanu reeves one mm. other is fine too but keanu reeves mm. They're both very good, but yeah, yeah. They're, they're but yeah. I I just characters. like this kind of movie where you have two characters just talking because yeah. I like dialogue. Mm-hmm. So it really... when it's and it's just this one ongoing conversation basically throughout the whole movie. I like that as an idea for a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I I enjoy that concept. I it actually it probably helped that prior to this I think. I forget if it came before or after. There was a the, an episode of BoJack Horseman where it's just him monologuing the whole episode, mm. and that was great. So, mm-hmm. fits in. Yeah, my way. my go to for this kind of movie is the Richard Licklater has a a trilogy before. I think you trilogy. Did you? Yeah, yeah. You talked about this because it's like. I I know you mentioned this. I forget if it was on the podcast or not. Because it's one like, is it they're dating or they meet? They, they're yeah they're they just meet in on a train in Vienna. Okay. And they're just together, mm-hmm. and they're you know they're they're young people in love, and the whole movie is like their conversation, and like at the end of the movie they have to go their separate ways, and they they promise to like meet up again, mm-hmm. and then the next movie made seven years later is them again. They did not meet up, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, and it's, it's directed by Richard Linklater and it stars Ethan Hawke and, uh, Julie Delpy. So they're, and they're back for the second movie. They also like those two, like wrote a lot of their dialogue. Okay. So seven years later, like Ethan Hawke has been married but he he wrote a he's a writer and he wrote a book about their encounter and he's like on his book tour and she shows up <laughs> and they kind of and they kind of pick up 
and sort of like connect again, but without a lot of the ideal. They were, but they're like much burnt out, much more burnt out people. And then, and then seven years later, made before midnight where they've been together for years and they have two kids and they are like super over (laughs) each other. Wow. And then they're, they're having a conversation again. Gotcha. And it's, it like, so it's, it's the same conversation, but they're just in a different, completely different place in their lives every, Mm -hmm. every time. And I like the, the symmetry of the seven years. Yeah, no, that's, and yeah, you definitely like describe this and that I'm down. Like I'm totally down. Yeah. We should do that trilogy at some point. Cause those are, those are great movies and those are definitely, that's definitely the, the pinnacle of this kind of thing for me. I mean, cause a, it's three movies of this. I mean, you say it's the pinnacle, but have you seen gravity? Yeah, that's uh, right. Uh, Hell yeah, dude. That's, that's one woman talking to her <laughs> subconscious. Uh, after a man dies. Yeah, but then she briefly like talks to. She does give him George credit Clooney. for the ideas that he in her subconscious gives her. Yeah, but like, <laughs> mine is not. It's not just. It's not just her talking to herself. She also heavily breathes for a good chunk of the film. Mm-hmm. That's what I paid to see like the third time in theaters. <laughs> uh, yeah. Destination wedding. I will. Yeah, destination wedding. It's my one complaint. Oh yeah. It's a l- little overwritten. Like I can definitely at the particularly early on, I'm like, yep, a writer wrote this. Yeah, movie. Uh, just the way there, the dialogue works. It's like very written. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not super supernatural, but. You know, both those, these, Renata Wider and Keith Keanu Reeves are both great actors and yeah. they have good chemistry. Oh my so God. it doesn't, it doesn't actually matter that much. Yeah. No, their chemistry was amazing. And, uh, really just, I just want to talk about the sex scene. Cause the sex scene is like the best sex scene and a movie ever. That's <laughs> act, the, the true highlight of the whole movie. And it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. Like just, yeah. I so basically like, yeah. Just to go over the the plot mm-hmm. briefly first, um, it's just they're both going to the same destination wedding. It's Keanu Reeves' character's brother, and Renato Ryder's uh, ex boyfriend, and they don't. They've so these two have heard of each other through him, but don't know each other. So they have some, you know, negative first meeting while waiting for the airplane and then they realize they're sitting next to each other on the plane and then they realize they're attending the same wedding kind of thing. Yeah. And they're just kind of stuck next to each other the whole time. Lots of snark. So much snark. They're very negative people. Yeah. (laughs) Potentially Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is incredibly negative person about the world. Dude, it's just, I just like that they don't even bother with, like, a friend, like, a, there, I guess there's, like, that very incredibly brief period where, like, Keanu Reeves tries to tolerate her and then just gives up, like, four seconds in. 
Yes, he gives up and like <laughs> steps forward, and then she's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "No, you're done. Yeah, <laughs> I can't talk to you. You're not a rational human." <laughs> well, that's crazy. Him cutting her in line. Yeah, until he walks further away. But look, her strategy worked. He was the last person on that plane. Yeah. Man. Yeah, Kick so solid intro. Back. So they yeah. get they get there and they're they're sitting together. And that's uh, do they find out there or like on the they found out on the plane they figure like it, who they, they are. They figure it out on the plane. Yeah. Cuz it I mean at that point it's like they're on a plane that seats like eight people. Yeah, it's a really there tiny, that like, many. like a little charter thing. It's like once one of them divulges they're going to a wedding, it doesn't, it's not, they connect the dots yeah. immediately. Mm-hmm. And then they figure out who who they are in relation to the. And then there's like that gradual, uh, you know, eventually, eventually their disdain for each other like coalesces into a disdain for literally everybody else on the planet. Yes. <laughs> More, I mean, specifically, it comes from first their disdain for the bride and groom. I think. Yeah, yeah, like they're just shitting on his brother, basically. Yes, he does not. <laughs> no, no. You know, I forget. Does he? Is it one of those things where, like, he loves him, but he doesn't like him sort of deal? Like, he's family, but also fuck him, and I don't care. I guess. I Yeah, I would say the he's family part is not, not even that even strong. That strong. Yeah. I think he's there because of another family, like his mother yeah. made him it's come awesome. or something. Yeah. I forget the specifics. Yeah. Doesn't really matter. No, no, no. It's just that they, you know... They just keep talking. There's no like rationality to the the way that they end up liking each other. It's just they're stuck next to each other and they just keep talking and it just, you know, I mean, just keeps going. Saves her from like a mountain lion or whatever. I mean that, yes, there is the, there is the part where they encounter a bobcat and, uh, (laughs) And he yells at it, and it get freaks out. Yeah, like I think that was my like the sex scene is pretty good, but I really just like him fucking yelling at it. <laughs> like, uh, just... Well, because he's been doing this thing to like, like clearing out his nasal cap sinuses or something. Yeah, I can't tell if it's like to do with like his ears popping from I think plane it's... travel or something. It's probably ears popping. I've been down that road, and I can tell you, like, I wanted to scream anyway, so if someone even gave me a hint that screaming would <laughs> also literally help, I would have, like, I wouldn't have a voice anymore. It was miserable. Look, he, so. he, just, he was making a noise that I'm not going to repeat on the podcast. Yeah. No, that's that's probably he's good. Been, he's been, it, it, they've been setting it up. They've been, they've been working it in, and then it, it all pays off <laughs> when he uses it to scare away a large cat. And then they run away. Because, you know, got to run away from a large cat. Yeah, they just <laughs> they just bolt. And they fall down. And then they start kissing each other. As you do. They're like, what? No, th- don't do that. That's terrible. Kiss more. No, no. It's bad. More. <laughs> I mean, what else are you going to do, my dude? Uh, yeah. I don't, one of my favorite parts is when Keanu Reeves is like, 
if it's all terrible, then it's all terrible. But if it could have been good, then ah, I can't take it. <laughs> like if there was the possibility for joy, that's just the worst. <laughs> yeah. Then I can't. Then all my suffering was didn't have to be. That's no. Mm-hmm. Like he wants to reject the possibility of hap- of joy. I or mean, pleasure. Yeah, he don't want to. <laughs> he doesn't want to blue ball himself. Yeah, man. Why would I give myself a chance at happiness when I can guarantee misery? Guarantee it's right there. Yeah, man. always a good thing. You know what to expect. Yeah, it's all yeah. about matching expectations, and you won't be disappointed. Ugh, that's how I live my life. <laughs> Just keep them real low extremely low that's why i'm so happy all the time okay just gonna leave that dead air (laughs) maybe look like a fucking idiot i see i see that's fine fine we passed it whatever the bits can't all work they can't all be that pringle can bit from uh the book of henry that's true Anyway. Once you pop, you can't stop. <laughs> uh, I hate Henry so much. Anyway, he's... Just, I shouldn't have mentioned it now. <laughs> anyway, anyway, you know, destination. Dead. Once you pop, you can't stop, man. Oh, I want to stop. Pop. I pop, but I want to stop. It's too late. It's too late. Um, the, I think it's it's probably the scene. Leading up to the the bobcat encounter, right where they're like in a vineyard or something, they're walking up a hill, and he has to like carry her. Yeah. No. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's uh, that's leading right up to the wedding itself. So yeah. Okay. Because the yeah. the wedding is like enough. I get the field. the outdoor scenes. I just. Yeah. It's all very yeah. wedding-y, and it just all kind of... It's all very wedding And it's all dialogue, so it all just kind of... <laughs> the order of things just really fucking mm-hmm. blurs. There's a thing I... There's a little detail I like um, early on when, like, the first night they're both staying there, mm-hmm. and they're kind of Reese's watching a movie, and then he turns it off, and then you he still hears it. Yeah. Because she's watching the same thing that in was the next room. Good. Is it... Just a little... That old film, right? Like it's some like black and white movie or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what movie it is. I don't remember. I want to say Casablanca, but that might be because no. I know very few I would, old films. I would remember it if it were Casablanca. Likely story. You know what a movie is? <laughs> well, Casablanca. I fucking love that movie. Never seen it. I take that back. I've seen like 30 seconds of it. There's people in a, in a restaurant of some sort. I think. I don't know. I can picture this scene, but I can't remember the exact locale. It's a bar casino. Okay. That makes sense. That was close. My Harry's. second, I was gonna, I was kind of leaning between bar and restaurant, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. I don't even remember what the context is. I don't even know where I saw it actually. 
<laughs> just know that it happened. Was there a racist moment in that in that uh, in that scene? I don't know what you're talking about. Is there any racism in Casablanca? Not. I mean, yes, but not like overtly. Okay. It's just uh, an I'm old. Going. If there was like blatant, with yeah, if there was like something blatant, then it yeah. might have been for like my uh-huh. for whatever class. Or the way that like treat the character is sort of being part of the bar. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. That uh, oh. where other characters treat him. I don't know. It's it's more about Nazis are bad. What? If Nazis are yeah, so bad, man. then why are they still around in 2019? Commentary. The world is bad. <laughs> world, yeah, the world is the world is garbage. As is established. Yeah. There's a reason why the characters in Destination Wedding are assholes. And why they're relatable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, it's just you know. My. Uh, I I still just I wanted a third character so badly. At some points, no, I don't know, or even just like, no, no. I thought maybe the ending. I thought maybe it would like end and we'd finally get to hear from uh, the brother or something like be validated one way or the other. You know, like either. Either validate him, like uh, Keanu Reeves' feelings for his brother, or see that he's just a massive asshole, and his brother no. is fine. Nah, no, no, no. We don't get no. other points of view. Yeah, no, it's not important. It's not. I still just look. Some of us, some of us don't uh, don't watch a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of films. We have expectations, whether or not met, we get a little not uncomfortable, but just like it's out of it's out of the box. It doesn't fucking. It's not cookie cutter. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> it's fine come out sometimes. Of my, uh, it's just you know that first that first experience. Uh huh. I mean, it's just working a different playbook. It's just not the, yeah. the standard romantic comedy playbook. It's the yeah. You know, it would have been. I think the uh, the threshold was very low, or not. How do I want to phrase that? <laughs> <laughs> it was a it was a thin line, I guess is the better saying. Cause having not really had any experience with those types of films or anything mm-hmm. super cl- like Gravity was the closest one that says something. <laughs> um, That's hilarious. Like if I think for me, if the writing was even a little bit worse, it's just a uh-huh. no go. Whereas if I had seen more of those films and enjoyed them and all that, there you know, there's more there's more leeway there. But yeah. I mean, a movie like this 100% relies on it yeah. on writing. Yeah, no, that's like, the thing. Like, you can't can't botch that. Doesn't doesn't work if the character. If, well, like, the dialogue okay, isn't like good. a char- uh, a movie like this relies on writing, but this movie, like, I don't know, 90% Keanu. You can just have him on the screen. If the writing's bad, I can just yeah. mute the film and still be content. <laughs> Just do a little, uh, like practice my lip reading. Try to like fill Look, in the they're, dialogue. They're myself. bad movies that Keanu Reeves is in. 
Oh yeah. Though, but yeah. Keanu Reeves is good in all movies. Yeah. See, there you go. <laughs> well, he's good in all movies when he has a beard. <laughs> he's maybe a little sometimes when he doesn't have a beard it's not as good so his beard is what ties his powers like binds his powers to him I mean yeah it's pretty defining for late period Keanu Reeves I guess like what's a what's a week I I guess I I don't know his complete filmography I know the big ones I know some of the yeah I don't even know the smaller Um, ones I mean, Matrix, like, Bill and Ted, uh, The Lake House, this. I'm not a big uh, The Day the Earth Stood Still from 2008 fan. I can't think of what that is, even. Where he plays Klaatu, the alien emissary. I mean... It's a remake of a classic sci-fi you have movie my where attention. there's a giant robot who's going to destroy the Earth. Because people are terrible. Sure, yeah. So it's just a Godzilla ripoff, gotcha. <laughs> not it's not that giant. Oh it's just well large. then what's the point? Oh it's just it's okay, a, so it's a large robot. <laughs> I see. Just straight up lying to me. It's large. Uh how large? Just large. Like, like it's like an elephant. Like it's just, Why are you like ten feet? <laughs> ten feet? I mean, okay, so it's pretty easy to <laughs> I don't know. defeat. I don't remember how. I actually don't remember how big it is in the remake. I only remember how, what it looks like in the original, because that's an iconic. Well, thanks. Now I want a ten-foot robot demon going against Godzilla. It's where the phrase "Klaatu Verata Nikto" comes from. I think it's used in Evil Dead or Army of Darkness specifically. Is that the one? No, we watched Ash vs. Evil Dead, right? No, that's the TV show. We watched Evil Dead 2. Right, and Army of Darkness is the one where he goes back to like medieval times, yeah? Army of Darkness is Evil Dead 3, basically. Yeah. Okay. That's so many... <laughs> this has so many things. The other zombie movie that we watched that I liked was Night of the Living Dead? Night of the Living Dead 2. Return of the Living Return Dead. Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. I mean, it's There's not my fault of... they all have the same name. Uh, here's Klaatu in the background, that picture I just sent you. Okay. I sent every, everyone, I sent Ben a picture of Klaatu, so he knows what it looks like. That's a... Uh... Klaatu is the dude in, or whatever. And yeah, there's I got the you. Robot. I, I know what you meant. Okay. Whatever. That's weird. I mean, it's old. It's old sci-fi stuff. Checks out. All right, so fine. He's not in all bangers, but Keanu Reeves, though. He was in uh, Man of Tai Chi. It's not a good movie. It's an incredibly boring martial arts movie, but Keanu Reeves is very good in it as the villain. But it's boring. It's a boring movie. Well, not all of us have standards, Hank. And, like, 47 Ronin is not great. That's a movie where it's like, they made this movie and then they spliced in Keanu Reeves into parts of it. Like, literally? Or just feels <laughs> yeah, that's, that way? Yes. Nope. That's what they did. Unbelievable. <laughs> like, so they filmed the scene and then they just, like, photoshopped him in, basically. They, well, like, just inserted shots with him. 
in between parts. It's basically how it works. Wild. It's a big what's CGI the, movie. Okay. Like, what's the context of it? Does it work? I'm like, no, not really. I mean, like, even if it's overall bad, like, does it even work? Like, within the. I mean, Keanu Reeves is good, but it. But it's it, just fucking it's, weird. It, I mean, it's just a mess. Okay. Because you know, <laughs> I, it sounds like a mess. <laughs> There's like a evil sorceress or whatever, and okay, magic and yeah. swords, um, CGI fights. I guess we're yeah. on the. But more notably, like I, I was watching Man of Tai Chi and Forty Seven Ronin at the, in like 2013, going, man, Keanu Reeves is still great. I just I'm waiting for him to make a good movie, and then John Wick came out the next year. Yeah, dude. Which uh, <laughs> it was like, here it is. Here is he, he put it all together. Fun fact: never seen any of the John Wicks. Oh man, just has. I don't know why. The first one is just hasn't. First happened. one is a is a magical action movie. The second one is it's. It has the problem of they introduce, like, these vests. Like, basically, characters start lining their coats with the their jackets with these vests, so they just, like, get to dump ammo into each other and kind of not get hurt. Like, two characters empty their clips into each other, point-blank reigns, and they're fine. Great. It's just kind of no, dumb. You know what? At least they have a fucking excuse. I've yeah. seen the Marine. John Cena should not have been alive. <laughs> that dude went through a lot of buildings on the side of that truck. Uh-huh. Um, uh, my favorite part about the John Wick movies is that they're secretly the Matrix also. I mean, and that they're in the Payday 2 universe. That's also hilarious. But there's a part in uh, John Wick 2 where he meets Morpheus. Oh, boy. <laughs> Like literally, <laughs> that's pretty fucking good. He's he's not really called Morpheus, but fucking is Morpheus. I really need to see those films. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, we're on. Well, we're on the actors Lawrence themselves, Fishburne. though. What has Winona Ryder been in? I, I probably could have looked it up, but you know, we're here. I mean, yeah. Recently, just the big thing she did is she's been uh, Stranger Things. Is the mom. I haven't seen that, so maybe it yeah. just sound like screenshot. Because like the name sounds, what name comes to mind is uh, hopefully you'll know this. The the chick that did what is it like six million BC or ten thousand BC? Basically, a cave woman. I mean, I know that up. movie, but that was not her. Yeah, I know, and that's why like when I, when someone said that's the that's the actress that came. To mind when I heard Winona is is her name Winona something that other actress because that came up and at first I was like it's a love story between Keanu Reeves and an old woman is she even alive what and I was like super confused <laughs> I'm like okay this is clearly someone entirely different and the name no, was super I familiar. And she looked familiar, but I just had from ten thousand BC. You could be thinking of. I never saw that movie, so I don't see any names on this IMDb list that look similar. Not ten thousand BC. <laughs> oh, okay, a different movie. 
You're even telling me the wrong movies, no, man. No, I said 6 million years BC, and then I said 10,000. It is actually 1 million years BC with uh, Raquel Welch. Oh. Great film. Different. Basically just wanted to have a <laughs> pinup cave girl for the entirety of it. <laughs> I see. Great film. Lots of plot. Two big plots, okay. in fact. <laughs> Uh, so that's, I don't know why that came to mind. Okay. <laughs> it's not, whatever. Shit happens. Definitely not her. One of Renona Ryder's early or break, breakout roles was she was in Beetlejuice in 1988. Is she the, the, the daughter or the girl? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's probably why she looked familiar. All right. That'd be enough. And she's in plenty of bunch of stuff since then. She was in Alien Resurrection. <laughs> she played a robot lady. Okay. That's the new one, right? Or is that the fourth that was, one? No, that was the fourth one. Okay. I don't... It, tr 1997. Not yeah. very new. <laughs> yeah, well... 20-year-old <laughs> Wasn't there just a... There was a new alien, right? Yes. Yeah. What's that one called? Um... Fuck, what is that? Why am I blanking on what those at Star Wars and R movies? <sighs> wow, this is embarrassing for you. Alien Covenant. Alien Covenant. That's it. Okay. Well, it's not it's close. Not start with an R. But like God, I, I didn't see that one cuz why the hell would I? Mean, I? That, Resurrection yeah, I mean, it's been terrible. a it's been a long time on that one. I have a pretty good grasp on, I mean, the first Alien and Aliens. Yeah. Is Alien no, I like, 3 the one What of my favorite... Yeah. Alien 3 is when she's in a prison. Does she make that sick basketball uh, shot? No, that's Resurrection. Okay. The, I, I've, I've heard, I've heard it, like, the Alien movies described as, they're, they're all plays on genre. You've got the Haunted House movies, the first one. Then you've got Aliens, which is a war movie. You've got Alien 3, which is a prison movie. And you've got Alien Resurrection, which is a slapstick comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember uh, the. I don't remember Winona Ryder in that one. But it's been so long since I've seen three or four. Yeah. Look, most important part of Alien. Well, there there are two important parts of Alien Resurrection. Uh, but one of them is when Ron Perlman gets freaked out by a spider and then shoots it with his gun. Yeah. God, I forgot Ron. Perlman. He's climbing a ladder and he goes ah. See yeah, the spider. <laughs> and then he shoots it. It's <laughs> important. Another important part is when yeah. the alien gets sucked out through a oh, hole yeah, in the, space. And yeah. like I remember that. Isn't thing. it like her child too, or something? Like it's well, because in that one, Ripley's like a clone. Yeah. And so the the alien queen and her have like mixed up DNA from each other. So the alien gives birth to a ha gives birth. Like, instead of doing yeah, the face hugger like, thing with, yeah. like, a womb yeah. to, like, a half-human alien hybrid. It is so it's fucking terrifying. Like, nightmare fuel. And then it, like, it, like, recognizes Ripley as its mother instead of it, the actual creature that birthed it, which mm -hmm. it kills. It's a weird movie. Yeah. You know, it can't all be bangers. It's a Joss Whedon movie, partially. 
Okay. Well, that's, you know, at least that's some context. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> I suppose. Sort of. Uh, Beetlejuice is far more like I can picture her exactly. Uh, so yeah. At least there's one. Uh, she's in Heathers. Bless you. It's, a, it's another movie. I, I mean, she's I assumed. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, I mean, the most recent thing for her current career is... I wish she did more, honestly, because I really like her. But yeah, Stranger Things is her most mm-hmm. recent thing. Which she's good on. So, you have the, I mean, obviously not right now, maybe, but like, you're going to revisit Destination Wedding in the in the future? Are you going to come back to it? Or is it sort of like a, it was good, but one and done? I don't rewatch movies very often, so of course not. These yeah. days, um, so probably not. But if I did, I would probably re. I would be rewatching it for that sex scene, right? Specifically, that sex scene is hilarious. It's really good. The fact that they just like don't stop. Yeah, <laughs> no. They just keep going through it. It's. I love the because I a I love. In movies and or in fiction, people are doing sex and having mundane conversations. Mm-hmm. That's great stuff. It, it just has so much going for it. You've got the part where after Renan Wire's character has had her orgasm and Keanu's still going. Doesn't he pull <laughs> out? Like, that... oh, is this still happening? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't he pull out like um, that weird ass noise too? Like during? Yeah, he yeah. makes a good O face. I fr- <laughs> he's making weird noises. <laughs> having a lot of fun. I thought he having a lot of fun. I thought he did like his ear scream thing too, though. Or is that like before or after or something that I'm thinking of? I don't think he does. He doesn't do that. Okay. Just making good thrusting noises. Yeah, yeah. No, his his O faces and sounds. <laughs> I guess it's an audio video experience. Audio visual experience. Yes. It's just hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, in a, a much better kind of hilarious that so like you've kind of ruined me in regards to sex scenes because like we watched the room, so now uh-huh. like that just has to be thought of whenever like sex scenes get brought up. So I'm like, you know, it could be worse. Uh huh. But oh, like, I thought you were going to say, oh, but now my standards are just so high. I mean, they are, though. Unimagined. If you're going to have multiple sex scenes in a movie and you're not just going to reuse the footage, why bother? <laughs> you're throwing money away. <laughs> I also like, yeah. I, I feel like there's a, a, not, a non-zero chance that the sex scene in the room was just real. It seems like the type of film that no. would... It's mm. definitely not. He is know, fucking man. her belly button. Okay, that just, you know, you're you're enforcing my point. I mean, no, there are, I mean, look. We can read the book on the room at some point. <laughs> put it on it, our, it, uh, put it on the book list. We should put Disaster Artist on the, on the book list. I think um, it is on the book list, actually. I'm thinking of it. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. We're good. It should it should be on there. Um, 
it's well documented what a nightmare that shoot was. Right. Okay. Well, well documented. Yeah, that that makes sense. <laughs> in the, in light of what it has become, that it, it checks out. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about talking about filming and stuff. Mm-hmm. Is and obviously like. I'm asking you because I feel like you would have a better idea. Would you Would you say that like a movie like Destination Wedding is like easier or harder to, to not necessarily to make like to write and all that? Because obviously the writing is far more important and everything, but mm-hmm. just from like literally making it. Because on the surface, you only have like two real people in the film. And everyone mm-hmm. else is just kind of an extra to some extent. But mm-hmm. I guess I guess the, the flip side that I'm thinking that maybe like it's deceptively harder to make would be like you have to be meticulous about nailing the scenes. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean you I just have to like, like it has less moving parts, so mm-hmm. what you're but what you're doing has to be better. And yeah. for this kind of movie to work really, like the the two the lead actors are like as important as anyone else. Like the director, the two main actors and the writing is like everything, everything. So it has to all be great for it to work. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so you have to not only have like your leads be good, but they have to be totally bought in on this too. Yeah. Because it's, like, pretty kind of, like, personal for how much they're performing in it. Oh, 100%. Uh, Mm. Like, I think think Gravity would have been better if George Clooney was there the whole time. Like, just have someone to bounce off of. Like, Mm -hmm. even that little bit of, like, just something. A little bit of chemistry. Mm. Um what was I going to say? Oh, um, I know you don't pay necessarily as much attention to it as I do for some films. What was, I forget what the sound is like. Is there even like a soundtrack to this or is it just like background? I remember a lot of background noise in some scenes, but I'm forgetting if they like in the in the initial dinner scene and like in the airplane. I don't think there's any music and I honestly forget if there's even a soundtrack anywhere in the film that's not like part of the world. Yeah, I think it's natural okay. sound. That's what I was thinking. Which is like fitting for this. It'd be weird if they had like a fucking yeah, swelling again, orchestral it, romantic it comedy. And there's like not there's not room for it. Yeah. Again, yeah. cuz you're not having these I just yeah, and that's kind of what I was thinking. You're not having these just... these scenes where people aren't talking, and the scenes where they're not talking are filled with TVs mm-hmm. that they're watching. Basically. Yeah, I think there is probably some interstitial stuff. But uh, I think maybe between scenes. I feel like there's I don't remember some stuff that's like a brief lead-in, but it's like wedding music. You know, like it's still kind of in the. Mm-hmm. In the background, it's like just that generic, like classical, yeah. whatever. Yeah, I really don't remember. Which is probably good. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Not what you want to take home from the film. In this case, so yeah. I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's not. 
it's not really a big part of this. This kind of movie is no. one thing. This is a this is a one thing movie. I could and the one thing I is mean, two I characters could, interacting. I could see a thing where you do. I could see a movie where you have, uh, like I mean, different cir- like not with the dialogue. You could do a mu- you could do like a musical montage or something, in, like in a type of movie like this. Yeah, n- like particularly even... if it were if like it were set in a city or something or a, like a known location. Yeah. And do like some scenery stuff while just the characters that's, are walking around. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, like a montage. Yeah. If you take it more of like a, it probably. Be, I'm I'm imagining it more like with a, a a more of a serious tone or a dramatic tone, instead mm-hmm. of like. This, <laughs> asshole commentary, mm-hmm. doesn't really lend yeah. itself to like sweeping shots of mountains, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, which is yeah, great. <laughs> also, because they're in such a beautiful location, they're still just bitching like the whole time. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. They're not. They're not into it. Oh, they're dude. not into the. Well, yeah, that's like a big portion too. Like it's just the like, destination. Uh, yeah. It's part of the how, joke of yeah. the thing. It's like, like they're they're going to this it? place. They have they have literally no interest. Yeah. <laughs> Who the hell forces people to come to, <laughs> to go to somewhere else? <laughs> Not wrong. Yeah, Not wrong. Like, if it was somewhere I wanted to go anyway, sure, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of someone, like, if someone was like, hey, uh, for some reason we're getting married in Detroit, I'm like, eh, I'm good. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be great. If it was someone you hated... <laughs> We're getting married somewhere, though. It's also, you have to factor that part in. Yeah, that's true. Someone you hate at inviting you to their wedding. I mean, it really depends. Like, if it was tropical enough, like, if I could watch someone I hate, if if I had someone to, <laughs> to bounce off of, like, no, like I'm not going to take the risk that Keanu Reeves took. Like, uh, I'm you're not going to go there by yourself. If I have someone yeah. to bounce off of, and I also yeah. am in, like, a tropical enough location where I can have, like, a coconut filled with a Bahama Mama in my hand, I'm absolutely mm-hmm. going to that wedding because I get to bitch and I get a Bahama Mama and a coconut. Mm-hmm. Like I'm there, but but what if you don't have a wingman? Yeah, that's the problem. You don't have you don't have someone else. I don't have someone. I don't have anyone own. snarky enough. Or I would try to find someone snarky and I would just get fucking judged really hard. <laughs> Turns out mm-hmm. they really like the bride and groom, and then just what do you do? Yeah, imagine that movie. <laughs> Keanu Reeves and a woman who's just like super into this whole thing. Oh my god! (laughs) And it's just the plane right there. It's not anything. (laughs) Oh, it's just a cringe fest. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, or like I think even I think the (laughs) two characters with no chemistry just like kind of keep the viewer like tugged along for the whole thing, and then like do the reveal at the end, so the entire retro like retroactively the entire two hours just knocks you on your ass with cringe because it's awful <laughs> sort of that like you gotta you gotta play it play it cool and then hit them with it and they're like oh no fuck what has he done nightmare nightmare movie <laughs> it's one of those things where like it would have to it would definitely be like a one watch I feel like but then like mm-hmm. I don't know I guess the worst I've been burned in a situation like that is, uh, uh, what's it called? Buried. It's like a 
army guy or marine or whatever wakes up in a coffin. He's like underground. Mm. I've not seen this movie, but that is a classic trope. So yeah, um, I've, se- I've seen Kill Bill Volume Two. That's a good one where that happens. And like the whole movie is just—it's actually just Quentin, Tar- Quentin Tarantino also. directed an episode of CSI that had that plot. <laughs> Except also there were fire ants. Great. Yeah. So this one was—he wakes up in the coffin and uh, more and more sand starts piling in. Yeah. What um, if that movie? What if that? But also ants. Ugh. I'm actually thinking of it now. That's another example. Like it's literally just him. Like the whole thing is just that guy. You hear like mm-hmm. you hear a conversation with someone on the other end of the phone, but it's that's it's just those two people really. Um, yeah. No, my my roommate, my first roommate in university, my first semester, had seen this film and he was like you guys gotta watch it whatever whatever it's so good so like mm-hmm. me him and like two or three other people are watching it and i'm just gonna spoil it because i don't give a fuck the guy dies at the end and it's like this build-up <laughs> like the like the dude the army guy on the phone is like we found the coffin we found it we're like they're digging at this location like we got it whatever it's good uh-huh. and they like open up he's like it's it's the wrong coffin and there's like there's like no time to like get to this guy because the coffin's almost filled like they're not gonna be able to find Uh him and get there and he's like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry like blah blah blah. it's the wrong coffin and then it ends and we're all just like looking at my roommate and he has a shit-eating grin on his face (laughs) like god it's like a two-hour movie and just fuck all that time that's hilarious that was a one-time watch. I don't feel... I mean, like, maybe if I was going to be a dick to someone. <laughs> like, ugh. The journey was great. And then our parachute didn't open and we hit the ground. There's that yeah. movie, 127 Hours. Yeah, where he gets caught in the rock. Yeah, that's based yeah. on a true story. Yeah. I mean, you know, it would have been a lot less time if he would have just chopped his arm off immediately. Probably wouldn't have been nearly as fatigued. Yeah, man. But I mean, How long you have you to get to... pretty fatigued before you're ready to chop your arm off. Is all I'm saying. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. How long do you give it? How long are you going to give it before you chop your arm off? And that's if you're if you chop my arm off. If you're in that identical situation, how long are you? Gonna A while. Give it? The full 127 hours. Maybe I don't know that I ever get there. I might just die. <laughs> If I'm in that situation, I might just die. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not putting myself in that situation. Also, for certain, for reasons. <laughs> for reasons, yeah. No, that's that's fair. But like, I don't know. Obviously, it's a hindsight 2020 thing. You're right? giving it like you're like stuck for an hour, and you're like, oh, slop <laughs> this off. Fuck. I gotta been, pee, man. I gotta get back minutes. to him. I gotta get to a porta potty. This is this is unacceptable. <laughs> you just need a snack. You're just like I just need. <laughs> I, need a I don't. Snack. I don't know. I don't know what my threshold is. Honestly, uh, I don't know. Depends. In that exact in his exact situation. I uh, maybe a, maybe a day. I mean, uh, you, know, you don't get it back. Let's cut it off. Dude, prosthetics are so cool these days, though. 
not so, really fair. Not really fair at all. Um, Phantom Pain, though, dude. I've seen that episode of House. You just clench the your. You just put your <laughs> arm. You just put your stub in a box, and you you clench your. You like imagine you're clenching your fist, and then it unlatches the nerve, and then you can keep playing guitar solos because your neighbor is happy again. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. That's nope. <laughs> Easy peasy. Easy peasy. Yeah. No, I, I don't know what to fucking do. No, I would just not be in that situation. Yeah, it's kind of... <laughs> I wouldn't be there. Mm -hmm. It's not an issue. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't be there. Don't be that guy. I mean, I guess, actually, I could see myself being that's in, like, that physical situation, but I'm also not stupid enough to, like... I would take a lot more precautions of, like, texting someone where I'm going, leaving a message where I'm going, writing a letter where I'm going, telling, like... 10 or 12 or 40 different people where I'm going, like, mm. I don't know. I, that, I, that, now, that's the part I can relate to. I'm just going somewhere and not telling anyone. Oh. That's the part I can see happening to me, for sure. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, whatever. I've gotten a lot. Um, I used to be that way more. Uh -huh. And then just, you know, it turns out when there's 4,000 miles between you and your significant other, you're like... Hey, yeah, be off for a bit. Don't worry. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure when you're married to someone, you feel more responsibility to tell people where you are. Like that checks out. It's actually the opposite of that, though, because sometimes mm. I just want to get under her skin. Mm. Hey, I'm gonna be out for a while. Where are you going? How long's a while? What's with all the questions? I don't have to but tell see, you. That's, see, that's <laughs> you don't. That's an act of rebellion rather yeah. than just like not even thinking about it. Yeah. Just like not even a thing that occurs. It's all I'd say. Depends. Sometimes she's worse than me with it, though. Like she wants me. To, like she wants me to let her know. Sometimes it, it depends. But like, if I'm just going to like the store, uh huh, and I'm like, it's like. It's fine. Look, man, she doesn't want you to go out for cigarettes and come back seven it's years later. Twenty. I, I managed to not have uh, twenty-five years. It's like I've been, I've been doing this. It's fine. What <laughs> are the odds? You know, he says, he says the day that he had car issues where the car wouldn't slow down. Okay. You know, whatever. It only takes 127 hours for you to need to cut your own arm off. So, how long is that? Is that a full? That's not a full week, is it? Or is it a full week? 24, no. 48, like 90, 96. Like what? Five days in a bit? Five and a half days? Yeah, something. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like five and a half days, roughly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. A work I'd... week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a week off. Take him where you can get him, you know? <laughs> Man. This was a... This was a really good podcast about Destination <laughs> Wedding. <laughs> yeah. It's, know, it's, like, it's, the, the other thing I'll... Last thoughts, I will, I yeah. will say. Part of... The reasons I really like this is just its characters. 
it doesn't fall into the standard cliches of fucking romantic movies. This is just two characters who like each other just because of how they interact. Yeah. Like, it's it. they never, like, have that kind of swooning affection or anything. They just, you know, find each other attractive physically and just keep talking. And then once they're, like, are away from each other, like, you know what? I missed that. Mm-hmm. There was an appeal. That banter. Yeah, that man. good banter from someone who's just and as much feels, of an asshole. Feels more authentic. Yeah. And it, I just like it. Because mm-hmm. I'm sick of the other stuff. Yeah. And see, I... And I just I just like characters getting along. Yep. Without all the, the contrivance, for sure. This is like even in even in like whatever any movie like a movie that's doing anything else, I like it when characters just you know like each other get along. Mm-hmm. It can just be that; it doesn't have to be like a thing more than that. I mean, this is just reinforcing the idea that we should watch the Princess Switch. It's not often you see a movie hit every single trope in the book. I mean, every. You don't have to, but I'll be doing a drinking game. It might be Fuck. awkward when I inevitably die during the podcast. Saying, if we're doing that, we have to do it a double episode with that and Switchmas. I mean, we can tr- we can double down. I'm I'm good for that. <laughs> which it's about a Jewish kid obsessed with Christmas, which is families. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I I tried to convince I tried to sell my family on that as a group watch, and they they didn't go for it. <laughs> can't imagine why can't seems imagine like such why. a solid bet it'll be great yeah well you know I think that's we talked for an hour that's a podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah that like that late that late episode and then just I mean there is there's not as much to talk about for a film like this just cuz it's not like it's not like there's a, the whole thing is just kind of good. It's not aside from like the sex scene and like for me like I really like mm-hmm. the, the bobcat bit, but it's not like there's a ton of bits that elevate themselves cuz it's all just good. <clears throat> and it's not like there's action necessarily. It's all just dialogue and we're not going Yeah. Gonna, mm-hmm. Like the alternative is that we get up here and quote it word for word, I guess. <laughs> yeah. We just make hacking sounds the entire episode. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I probably wouldn't have picked this as an episode topic on its own if I had seen it before. But mm-hmm. really, I was just using this podcast as an excuse to watch it. So yeah. happy to help. <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes uh, we got we need those uh, we need those those topics that are a good base to lead into other nice. Yeah, I, I was pretty so. sure this would be a rambly one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So that's that's a podcast. Uh. He's he's flailing. You can for... email us saltcirclepodcast at gmail dot com. Find us on Twitter at saltcirclepod. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Spotify, Salt Circle Podcast. You can find our episodes hosted at Anchor FM slash Salt Circle, and I'm on Twitter at Comic Panels. And I am on Twitter at bean underscore 
LP. Really, I just want to do. Yeah. I just want to make you watch other movies that are good. I'd seen so this talk one about a bigger breath. What? Like? Yeah, man. What? What do you mean? Look, what are you implying? I have, I, I saw this I, movie before you did. Yeah, no, <laughs> but that's the thing. I both wanted to do this episode because I hadn't seen it. Yeah, but I also wish you had seen you had seen more movies. So I wanted right. to also do movies I have seen that you haven't seen. Which like is a, like a lot. It's competing forces. That's a lot. We yeah. can do, look, we already, look at the things that we've talked about in this episode that we could do. We could do John Wick, first off. Uh-huh. Um, we could do the that, that trilogy that you talked about. Like, we got options because I haven't seen any movies because I live in a town of like... Or I, the movie theater was in a town of 20,000 people in rural Wisconsin. So if it ain't appealing to the kids and it ain't appealing to the rednecks slash Christians, we're out. Mm-hmm. God is not That's dead fair. was in theaters for a long time in my <laughs> town. A long time. And That's it did well. Oh, man. Man. People were quoting that film gross you know what's real we were talked about cringe you know what's real cringe watching people just interact and someone's like uh fuck now i see i got here and i forgot what the stupid line from the movie is <laughs> no that's no, good it's, no it's uh You're pure it's uh one person's like god is good all the time and then the other person goes all the time god is good and it's like really forced. Ha! Film. Ha! Really ha, what forced. A, what a great line! What I mean, a, we actually should watch that film because it's a, it's a banger in a lot of ways. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a sequel too. Fuck, we could do both I'm of aware. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, okay, I'm well aware. that's set in stone. We can put that down. Look, we have to do Kirk Cameron saving Christmas. That's one of those movies I have seen. <laughs> uh, yeah. And we do The Room again. <laughs> Look, it has to come up. on If we get the book on our book club, that'll be a good excuse. We can do that one. That'll be a good excuse to talk about The Room again. Okay? <sighs> we got to watch it again is the thing. That's fair. I mean, we've also, uh, this is kind of nice. We, I think this is a record for our longest outro. <laughs> Just keep going. <laughs> yeah. Look, um, man, if you lived here, we could go see the room once a month. I don't In know theaters. that I, I don't know how. Mm. <laughs> Look, it's an experience. It's I not mean, just watching a it's movie. Defin- no, I know that. I just don't like. I, I don't care. Is, our, is you, that a little you, much for you? Do you do you get do you, like personally? Do you do all like the things, or do you just partake and you kind of watch and enjoy the experience without like getting in on everything that people do, or do you go all out? I mean, I don't. I never went often enough to know all the things. Okay, so it's more just like a observer. I I had slash. a friend who was going like once a month, but I didn't go quite that often. Okay, because I, I just, went like. like for the special occasion where they were showing like Tommy Wiseau's new pilot for his <laughs> new thing, yeah. and he was there. Like I showed up for that. I mean, naturally. 
Uh-huh. Um, yeah, see, I wouldn't want to... I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where, like... You don't want to run down to the front of the theater for the part where Tommy Wiseau waves to the corner so that he'll wave at you. I don't, yeah, I don't want to participate. <laughs> it's like it's like going to a concert with, with people I know who actually go to concerts and stuff. And I'm like, it, it's kind of, it would be cool, but also, like, I know all of you people, and you all, like, participate a lot, and you're the type of people who'd be, like, minorly offended if I didn't, like, do stuff. I really just want to sit or stand and listen to the music. I don't want to move. <laughs> I just want to enjoy the music. Hard to do that with uh, your glasses smashed on the floor because you were headbanging and they fell off and some oh, man, someone stepped on them. You just you got to be there to throw spoons. I would throw a spoon. Throws That's out. like I don't need to stand for that, and also I don't even need to yeah. lift my arm that hard. I could just oh. kind of flick it. So that's fine. I'd throw a spoon, but I don't want to yell or otherwise move. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Very lazy movie goer. Except that's Star Wars. Star Wars is the exception. Star Wars, you're running up. You're going through the aisles going pew, 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 making ship noises. (laughs) Activating my lightsaber in the middle of the the theater. (laughs) First time viewing, like opening night. No one's seen the film yet. Being Star Wars kid in the middle of the movie. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> no, but like I'll cheer and I'll clap and stuff and like freak out uh, a little. Or at least yeah, I did yeah. for uh for uh seven. Eight was a little yeah, less. I don't, I don't really get clapping in a movie theater. I mean not at the, okay, not at the fucking end. It wasn't it's not like <laughs> it's not like you're it's not like you're clapping because you're in, like Yeah, you know, it's a different reason. It's clapping because you're happy. You know, like you're also cheering. It's, it's more for it's more like showing your enjoyment than like yeah, I don't know. You know when you're clapping for a live thing, obviously like you know what I will do in movies sometimes though. What's that? I will laugh at jokes that I think are funny <laughs> that elicit a laugh. <laughs> and you know what? And sometimes not a lot of other people doing that. <laughs> Yeah, it's or a good thing when you go to movies and you're just like, people aren't laughing at the jokes, particularly when you're with white audiences. Mm-hmm. They're much less likely to actually laugh at the jokes. I'm, I'm like trying to think. I, I don't know. I haven't been to a lot of movies that, like, in the last so many years that mm-hmm. haven't been. The it's Star and Wars. it's more obviously <laughs> it's a, the kind of thing that's way more noticeable when you're watching a movie that's generally not like a comedy or a funny movie that yeah. just has a funny bit. Mm-hmm. And people are not. A lot of times they don't get it. Like how <laughs> how loud do you laugh? Like you just really fucking. I mean, I I mean, depends how funny I thought <laughs> it was. The movie, just, I'll like, say the man. movie I saw today. There was a part that was I thought was very funny. I was definitely I laughed the loudest out of anyone in that theater. What movie was it? Uh, it's uh, an elephant sitting. Okay. Oh, I mean, just the title—that's way too highbrow for my. An time. elephant, an elephant sitting still. It's a four-hour movie. Fucking guy, easy there, Daniel X. <laughs> Jesus. The guy who made it committed suicide after making it. Oh, that's well. And it's pretty bleak. I mean, that's a terrible follow up to my joke, so thanks. 
<laughs> real, real fucking great. Uh, yeah. Did it. Good. Good eight minute outro. I'm gonna cut. Yeah, that's fair. 